This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to the Dude Fuel Podcast. I'd like to read a rather extensive excerpt from a book that I would recommend to you. It's called I'm Proud of You by Tim Madigan. And it's a very interesting and, and, and short read um, about Tim and his friendship with Fred Rogers, better known as Mr. Rogers, right? I grew up watching Mr. Rogers on TV, and he really, truly it's just was an incredible, incredible human and, um, you know, revolutionized a lot of things, public television being one, um, but I think also revolutionized and changed an entire culture, an entire generation of, of young people. And so, uh, again, this is a rather extensive excerpt from the book, I'm Proud of You by Tim Madigan, but uh, uh, I wanted to read it to you and see if you get something from it today, and I recommend you pick this book up when you can. I can't continue to live this way. I wrote one day in a typical journal entry from that time. This is me now reading, and this is uh, Tim speaking, the author. I feel so full of shame and depression, anger. My life is slipping away. The beauty of it goes by me unnoticed because I'm so wrapped up in myself. I was thinking recently about the first moment my father's sperm and my mother's egg united. What a miracle that was, and how every moment of my life has flowed from there. But that miracle was not meant to be lived this way. Waking up every morning, there's depression and fear about what the day will bring. I just am not up to the task of life. I feel that I am fundamentally defective. Another day during the depths of what he calls the Furies. Shortly after being named the Star Reporter of Texas, I again poured out my despair into my journal. I don't want to be here anymore, I wrote that day. Life seems so gray. Don't know what to do. Want to go back to sleep and sleep the rest of the day. Hide from the world. But instead of hiding from the world, I wrote newspaper stories, prayed every day for relief, talked to a therapist, and took my medicine. Eventually, I also did something else. Whether it was an act of inspiration, desperation, or a combination of the two, I will never be sure. But I decided to write to my friend in Pittsburgh, that's Rogers, and tell him the difficult truth of my life. My letter, dated June 22, 1996, began by th uh, thanking Fred for the friendship and telling him of my plans for the summer. Those plans, I said, included writing a story about the religious faith of Johnny Oates, the manager of the Texas Rangers baseball team, a trip to Minnesota for my 20th high school reunion, a long weekend in New York with my wife, and a solo camping excursion to Colorado sometime in August. Then the letter begins here. So, quoting his letter now. The purpose of this letter, however, is not to bring you up to date on the details of my life, though I'm very glad to do so. The purpose, Fred, is that I have something to ask of you. The last several years have been a very profound time of intense personal pain and great healing, a time of great self-discovery as I've tried to come to terms with the realities of my life, past and present. At the forefront of my mind and soul right now is how hard I tried to get my dad to be proud of me through sports, through school, through the way I tried to be obedient and good. 
but no matter what I did, it never seemed enough. I could never wrest from him the love and sense of acceptance that I so desperately craved as a child and have been craving ever since. I realize now that God is the ultimate source for that kind of love and acceptance, but I also have realized that I have gravitated toward older men in my life without really knowing why. Now I think I know. Hal Thomas, for one, was an older man who loved me without restraint or without condition. In short, I think Hal was proud of me, not for what I did, but for the person I was, because I was enough of a person to have a capacity for friendship. Hal was proud of me. How terribly important to me I now realize that is. I read Henry Nouwen this morning and several chapters in the book of Matthew and meditated for a long time on my pain and realized what I need to do. It is this. There are several men older than me who have become very important in my life and one by one I plan to ask them this. Will you be proud of me? That is the question I have of you this morning, Fred. Will you be proud of me? It would mean a great deal to me if you would. I've come to love you in a very special way, in your letters and during our brief time together in Pittsburgh. You have done so much to teach me how to be a person and a man, and now I have this favor to ask of you. Will you be proud of me? As I sit this morning, I grapple with great inner pain, but I also feel the gentle guiding hand of God in mine. My life has taken on a depth and a beauty that years ago I never would have believed possible. I hope this letter finds you, your family, and friends well and happy with much love and gratitude. Tim. He continues, I cringe when reading those words now, marveling that a man soon to be 40 years old could be so childlike and vulnerable, particularly with another man. I've shared my insides with many other trusted mentors over the years, but never with such a lack of restraint. Despite what I told Fred in that letter, it was the only time I would openly make that request of another man. That I, did, that I did so with Fred was a measure of my intuitive faith in his goodness, and I fully expected a kind and compassionate reply. What I did not expect was the letter from Fred that, as much as any therapy or medication, set me on the road to true healing. This is a letter now uh, to him, dated July 1st, 1996. Dear Tim, writes Rogers, the answer to your question is yes. A resounding yes. I will be proud of you. I am proud of you. I have been proud of you since first we met. I'm deeply touched that you would offer so much of yourself to me and look forward to knowing all that you would care to share in the future. Nothing you could tell me could change my yes for you. Please remember that. You are the only person who has come for an interview who came to church with me. I wonder if you realize how special you really are. Your place in this life is unique, absolutely unique. I feel blessed to be one of your friends. Only God can arrange such mutually trusting relationships, for sure. For sure. Yes, Tim, yes. Love, Fred. From that time until his death seven years later, in almost every one of the scores of letters and email messages he sent, my friend signed off with I-P-O-Y, I'm proud of you, an acronym that is forever stamped on my heart. But what has come to be known in my family as the IPOY letter was only the beginning of one of the most intensely difficult yet therapeutic periods of my life, a couple of years when I poured out my rawest feelings in letters to Pittsburgh and received Fred's healing words in return. I'll end it there, 
And again, uh, hopefully if that moved you, um, you'll pick up the book I'm Proud of You by Tim Madigan. This was a book that um, I was told to read for a summer job many, many years ago. And um, I didn't know what to expect from it. But I can tell you that in here, you'll find some very, very interesting things and some things that I believe could bring you the true healing that Tim was seeking and, and ultimately would find. And I think it's very timely for us now. We've had several people speaking about vulnerability. Um, you know, the, the biggest one would be um, the author of Daring Greatly, uh, whose name all of a sudden, uh, Brene, Brene Brown, um, who wrote Daring Greatly and, and did her uh, now famous TED Talk. There's been a lot of discussion about vulnerability lately. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad that vulnerability is moving to the forefront now. And, um, you know, you heard from Tim himself that he cringes when he reads those words. And a part of me understands, I get it. It's, you know, it is such a strange request of somebody to ask them to be proud of you. Um, and yet it's vulnerable and it's real. And it's it's a pathway, I think, to um, true healing. And that would be my desire for you, of course, you know, healing those wounds in your life. I, I've told you all here on the podcast that uh, I'm doing counseling right now. I'm in therapy. And um, it's a time of healing for me as well and a time of rest and ultimately of transformation, just sort of, you know, sinking in deeper and deeper to who I am and to existing, um, to, you know, living here in the present rather than being haunted by those things from my past and the things that we all have from our past, right? So again, if this moved you, uh, pick up the book, I'm Proud of You by Tim Madigan. And uh, I really think that it will touch your life and move you in, you know, maybe even some unexpected ways because it's such a touching story of, you know, two men who, who met and had this amazing relationship um, that brought about healing um, and that, you know, really teaches about love and acceptance um, and healing those hurts of the past. So I wanted to share it with you today. Um, I hope that uh, you'll pick up the book and I hope that today's message was, was beneficial for you. As always, you know the purpose of this podcast is to help you reach your next level life. I'm here uh, trying to you know help others like myself who want to live their best life, who want to succeed, and who want to move into new areas who are motivated and driven. And so if that's you, uh, I thank you for listening. I hope you'll subscribe and, and share this content with others to help them succeed and heal and achieve their next level life as well. I'm Cody Ray Miller. Thank you so much for listening and I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow.